<laughs> What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D. My name is Tom Quinn, Resident Dungeon Master. I'm on one side of the screen attacking all things D&D. But I'm on the other side of the screen. I'm Josh Winans. I'm the resident player character, and I'm also addressing all things D&D. I don't think you get to claim that. That's that's both of us. Well, we both are. I'm just saying I'm on this side attacking. You're on that side attacking, which means we're attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons from both sides of the screen. What a -na -na -na! And and the requisite uh, riff or drums or <laughs> whatever you know, whatever it is. Whatever it is. We one. need to start taking bets. Next video. What's I love it. Do? So, um, yeah, let's, no, let's roll right into yeah, this one, let's buddy. Let's dive right into this one. I think this is going to be a good one, and I think this is <clears> one that's going to be applicable to, uh, a, lot applicable of to a lot of tables yeah, and, yeah. and hopefully um, provides people some some insight on maybe how to sidestep. So, I, yeah. Uh, before we begin, we love all the attention we've been getting and all the, the awesome viewership and all the comments. Oh, my gosh. The comments are amazing. Please yes. keep it up. But thank you. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Comment. Uh, do all the things that you the lovely things. people are doing. The Thank things. you, guys and girls, so yep. much. And uh, be keeping your eyes out. We are cl crawling closer and closer to that 100 sub number. And at Ooh. 100 subs, we are going to be doing a sweet giveaway for some awesome dice vaults. Pictures to come. Um, but uh, but be keeping, uh, keeping yeah, your eyes Love it. All right. So today's discussion, uh, I think this is something that might not happen at a new table, but I think it will happen to most tables eventually and that is the subject of burnout that you go so hard or so long at DD &D that eventually it no longer feels like the joy that the game should be it feels like an obligation uh which could lead even to resentment yes. and which will kill a game and maybe even kill a love of a hobby right which is a huge danger right so yeah, that's what i want to talk about today sweet um i think I, I, I mean, obviously, I think there's going to be some things to be said on the DM side, but if you're cool with it, yeah, let's talk a little bit about burnout on the player side. Ooh, which, uh, yeah, okay. Um, it, I mean, I, I guess, first and foremost, I guess I, I was going to kind of try to get into your head on what You can get is, in my head anytime. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Um, uh, what, is, what is the... What would you say is the largest factor in... Player burnout, because I think I actually think burnout is going to occur for different reasons, depending on what side of the screen uh, that you are existing on. What if I mean, if you just had to to throw out there, I guess we should we should start on the player mm -hmm. side. Uh, do you think you've ever experienced burnout? Myself in yeah. D and D, yeah. no. Okay. Um, I've been very fortunate. I I. I Take it because you qualified with D and D. You've burnt out and other oh, things in your life. Absolutely, yeah, I don't. Absolutely. I, I'd be blown away. If there's somewhere <laughs> out there who has never burned out on something. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. lived life a little bit, yeah. so yeah, I've burned out on things. And I think most people know that feeling. They even mm -hmm. know the feeling of, you know, they can see the burnout on the horizon. They, Which I mean, is, oh, that's a good know. topic. To, like, how can you see it coming? But to address your question, like, what is for player burnout? Um, again, I've never experienced it. There are times. Uh, the time obligation for D and D is a lot, absolutely. Especially when life gets in the way. We are both uh, pretty new fathers. We have, you know, we have lives. We have family nearby. Lots of obligations. Right. So sometimes that can become a problem. Right. Uh, we're we're really lucky that we're we're able to work that out. Yeah. But I think from the player side, I think burnout mostly would occur from when they just don't get enjoyment out of the game, which is a really broad. It could right. be maybe character. It could be maybe the, the setting. There's lots of things. Now, yeah, before we go any further, you actually mentioned character. And let's let's start there and kind of pick at that a little bit because Absolutely. that was the first thing that came to my mind was character fatigue. Yes. Now, you know, because as a DM, it's a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. We obviously don't get to form the same bond with any one character that, we, mm -hmm. that, that a, a player would. Mm -hmm. But... Because um, you kill them, you ass... I mean, I'll, if yeah, I'm doing yeah. my job well, yes, yes, absolutely. I'll never forgive you. Anyway, uh, no, but but <laughs> you know, it's. I think it is actually hard for someone who is a perma DM to think about getting sick and tired of living in the skin of a character that you kind of are are tired of being in. Yeah, well, it's it's hard because a, a campaign can last maybe months, but for us, it's about a two three year commitment, right? And you have this great idea when you're starting off, but what happens when a year 
a year in, you're like, man, this is not turning out what I thought. Right. So like and that, and uh, I have full permission to use uh, this story. That's what happened to my wife, Ariel. Right. In our in our fourth edition, the of- greatest edition ever. And D and D, good old four E. I'm I'm just gonna I'm going to literally cut that audio, and I'm gonna dub over it with something really dumb. <laughs> no, well, like saying four E is the best edition. Uh, anyway, so she was a, a character that she did not jive with at all, and she never did from the very beginning. And we played for what a year, two years in the four E campaign, and so what happened is is she was like, you know what, suck it up. Uh, maybe you can find something, but she never addressed it. And it eventually led to where she quite just hated the game. It yeah. got to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I think there's probably two things there. One is certainly, and we've, we have, we've kicked this dead horse and we'll continue to do so. Oh, I love kicking dead horses. Yep. Uh, you know, nice I, 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 I leave a wake of them in the campaign. So you guys oh, have plenty of opportunities. Poor Lumpy. Um, Rip. But, uh, so, so two things on that. One, I think, and, and again, again, this was a, Let's call it a different era of D and D for us. The I think, greatest era, I, I think. <laughs> I think this uh, this was this was much more akin to our pizza and beer D and D days. Yeah, these are the dungeon uh, crawling. But we've we've talked a lot on this channel about communication. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one big thing I would say as a player. If if you are beginning to, and again, you're going to have sessions where you just you get, get to the end of the session, you kind of go, mm-hmm. eh. you're going to have sometimes a couple sessions where you kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you find that you're in a little bit of a slump. Maybe you start to realize that you're burning out in that space. I, as a DM, I would absolutely say, speak sp- if you're a player, speak with your DM. Mm-hmm. Because if any of my players ever came to me going, I'm I'm just not getting anything out of this anymore. That's a huge red flag. That should be a huge red flag for them. Right. Huge red flag for me. That one. I mean, I think that conversation would immediately be. Is this something you think we can resolve with your character, mm-hmm. or is this something that narratively we maybe need to look at bringing something new into the game? Um, well, that sounds like so. I think a lot of uh, player characters. Uh, I'll address this first. You said like how long should you like? You said hey, you should wait a little bit of time. I'm gonna run this by you. I think you should wait one character level before you like really. Because think, every well, every I class that, has a, a couple slumps. Oh well, the, yeah, and now, and especially if you're if you're feeling mechanically burnt out, because that's all that matters. That's that's maybe <laughs> that's maybe a that's maybe a different issue because I think. Well, I, actually, I shouldn't say it's common knowledge, but players who are who are coming into the game mm-hmm. or players who have been with the game for a while. Um, should take the time to recognize that the power arcs of your characters vary from class to class, but but in general, there are places in mm-hmm. which you are not going to be blown away by the mechanical progress yeah. uh, of your of your character. Yep. Every class, yeah. And so I, I think and now I think that's a great prescription uh, to say like. You know, give it some time. Right now, now if you find that at your table it takes three months for you to level, that's a long time, isn't it? Then, well, then, then maybe, but, but you know, you know, the, yeah, I, I think the, yeah. the long and short is, don't throw the towel in too soon. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, if you're starting to feel like that, you know, no harm's going to come from going to your DM and say, hey, I'm just kind of not feeling it. These last mm-hmm. few sessions, like I feel like, and 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 here's another thing from a DM standpoint. You may have resolved a substantial portion of a character arc, mm-hmm. like to the point that they have nothing left to do. That's a problem for a character. Mm-hmm. If a character has seen the the end of their character arc, as a DM, it's time to introduce some new reason for that character to be an adventurer, or maybe maybe that character's adventuring life is done. If you've avenged your father's death, mm-hmm. and that was the whole reason you set out, and you did it by level three. Now, either you as a know. you as a character or a player need to figure out why you're still traveling with the party. Yes, and the DM can certainly help by introducing new things into the narrative and mm-hmm. and new spaces for that character to get excited about. Um, but it's also a call from a from a DM standpoint and and from a character standpoint that there is nothing written in stone that says we're sitting down to play a one to twenty 
and your character doesn't accomplish everything they intend to accomplish by level 13. Mm -hmm. Well, why, why force the issue then? And again, I think that's a question that every player needs to ask themselves and answer for themselves. Yeah. I think that's where player characters, and that's uh, another thing that can, uh, revitalize you a little bit is is dig a little bit deeper into your character uh for sure because yeah calfit is just he was the first one done with his well and i'll say there's still a there's still a not insubstantial chunk floating in the ethos but i was like okay he did this but this opened the door he is now a paladin of elastrahi now he's got to defend the world and i think that's a good example is is your initial character arc was Simply becoming a paladin, which right. I mean, you were a paladin, but the way yeah. we structured things narratively, you were kind of looking for this connection, right? And that felt like a big accomplishment. This arc is completed, yes, but it really was just the first step in becoming the Lord Commander, the How first many... step in defending the realm, in right, uh, addressing Shio as as this antagonist in your story. There's, there's still plenty to do I think, right and that. think of like common uh any story lord of the rings you know when frodo reaches uh rivendell that's not which should be maybe the natural conclusion he made his quest no that was the beginning right because he he that was yeah it just and i think up. that's a great example of how as a character you may feel that you have and again let's just say frodo legitimately was like nope I this, I would have loved to see this is this is what I said I was gonna do. Gandalf asked me to do this, and and the, the thing is, is that is is that obviously it's a different story. Yeah, but but let's let's just say that Frodo, mm-hmm. every step beyond that, fundamentally regretted that decision. I don't think that Ooh. that that is. That is not the way his character reads. No. I mean, when it comes... But, no. But it would be... It would not be an enjoyable story if the entire time Frodo hated that he decided to take the ring to Mount Yeah, because he understood the... Obli- he, he, he wouldn't regret... He understood... It took a toll on him. Oh, absolutely. He was, uh, but he but, still did it. But if you think about, you know, the, the, the person playing Frodo... Yeah. If they said, all right... I'll keep on adventuring. And for the next 16 levels, they hated doing it. Oh, that would suck. The and Lord it, of the Rings would suck. The narrative would, I mean, like right. part of part of what endears you to his character is the fact that despite God. the horrors of pushing on, right. uh, it's not done begrudgingly. And mm-hmm. and a player, as much as we think about characters, as they should be moving through their these arcs of their own free will. Mm-hmm. Now there might be times where they are begrudging the actions they have to take, but begrudging their existence <laughs> is a very different <laughs> thing. And and certainly, if a player's uh, dissatisfaction with playing that character mm-hmm. is beginning to manifest at the table, it's taken away from the enjoyment of the game. That then it's it's a pretty obvious. If you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to choose one of the two as a DM, I would say. Let's get you playing something you are excited about again. Right, you know? right. Well, and that uh, just hearing you talk about it, um, like, let's say I, as a player, am just not enjoying my character anymore. I come up and talk to you. The worst that's going to happen is we roll up a new character and figure out no. a way to kill. Well, I'd, say, I'd say the worst that's going to happen is I go, tough it up. No, okay. And now I would say that's a bad response. Okay. I, I, I If you came to me and said, I'm really not liking this, my response would not be, suck it up the only uh, reason why i could see that being good is is now you're like oh i need to engage this player some more or something like that well I, I but mean, then you need to communicate to the player that you're going to do that because otherwise he's like oh fuck you dude yeah yeah i mean Excuse i think I, again why i think I say that? if I say that all the time if if brought to me someone someone who was expressing that they maybe they're getting burnt out specifically like with the character fatigue if someone came to me and said I just am not enjoying Dungeons and Dragons. And right. I said, you know, is it your character? And they went, I don't think it's my character. I love my character. I'm just not, I'm not. That. Well, that's a different kind of burnout. That but is. in the character fatigue, there's something I can do about mm-hmm. that. And that's, you know, I will happily find a narrative reason that we can say goodbye to this right. character in a way that's meaningful right. and hello to a, a, a new character. Be- before we get too far from it, I want to touch on one thing. But yes, it please, looks like, it looks well, like I'm just going to finish my thought. It's like, in that case, as a player character, never be afraid to approach a DM. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's, I mean, like, that's the dead horse that we've kicked so many times. Communicate, but, communicate, yeah. communicate. Hey, it's, did you know you should communicate? Do I don't it. know if you got that that message. Do yet, it. Just you communicate. do it. Um, <laughs> well, okay, sorry. But there's, so there's one other thing coming off of the the uh, story that you were conveying uh, about Ao and yeah, and yeah. playing Shenny. Uh, and for everyone at home, uh, she was a Warforged Warden. In Such edition, a good. A, a, Oh, broke mechanical combination. Great now, great combo, and that that springboards me into my next uh, Ooh, good. talking point. Right. Is I have a feeling. No, I did not have nothing to do with that. I think you had something to do with that. And my now now I may be wrong. No, but I I'm guessing that you did. No, because, I did because I it totally is, did. I mean, it is so obviously a mechanical oh. design from the ground up. The, yeah. Now all, all I was going to say is. That I think is a great warning for play for yourself. Mm -hmm. If there's someone at your table who is telling you you should be playing the game different, and you start doing it, and you go, "This isn't fun anymore," mm -hmm. I got a pretty good idea of why. Because yeah. you're not playing for yourself anymore. So yeah, that's, no, it's you're just absolutely a, it's right. A, it's a cautionary tale, I think. Right. Of and like I said, had you steered her down the wrong mechanical path, where it's like, "This character sucks. I can't do anything." It was a phenomenal character mechanically. Right. But it just, that it, wasn't what she was getting out right. of the experience. And the we time, were so, so new at that point. I'm just basically trying to excuse my behavior. But it, we were well, so new I, at that point. That yeah. I was just, I was just talking like, oh, I know this is going to be good mechanically. Right. You can figure out the rest. And, and the thing is, is I, yeah, that is not intended to, to throw any shade. In fact, I think it's <laughs> I great. It hurt me. It's what you said, Tom. <laughs> I think I thought is, we were friends. It is great when players uh, are, you know, are, are providing that encouragement. I mean, there's there again, there are veteran players who, you know, they can rattle off every ability of every subclass to every, you know what I mean? Yes, I so do. So if there's a new player <laughs> who's coming in and, and they're going, I don't know what to do. Great. Provide them some, some advice. But the, ca the the caution isn't to that player providing the, the advice. It's to the, the player who is maybe consuming that advice Take that in mm -hmm. and go, what do I want out of this experience? Yeah. And then make something that's going to deliver that for you. Which does take experience to know what you get out of the game. Absolutely. So that's and, what, I mean, that's I, I would never encourage anyone to jump into a 1 to 20 as their first character. Which I think is what we... Well, our first character was... <laughs> yeah, Rygar yeah. and all yeah. them. But yeah, I think we kind of tried to jump into the 1 to 20 yeah. too soon. Too, yeah, I, I'd say... I'd say. So this is really your fault. It's I, It generally is. It, they, I mean, with... <laughs> With regard to problems at the table, we uh, we we generally have to wear the crown of uh, everything. Yeah, there everything we go. That's transpired. Sweet. I now have absolved myself of all uh, transgressions. I'm clean again. So you're, that's you, good. you've washed your hands. Uh, no, I think so. I, I mean, and I think that does a pretty good job of, of of outlining. Now I know that there can be other aspects outside of your character. Absolutely. But to, but to me, the fundamental, the the fulcrum of character of Player burnout is player uh, the character. I, I that would be my guess. And if it's a, like if it's a game setting, like you're just like, man, I'm sick of uh, the 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 medieval fantasy. Then you, you might need to find another table to to Pathfinder or something like that. And something I might suggest also is again another uh, advocacy for talking to your DM, talking to your players, talking mm -hmm. to is you might not be the only one feeling that way. That's a good and, point. And I would wholeheartedly. I think the initial band-aid that people try to put on that feeling of burnout mm -hmm. is I need to, I need to step away from this for a minute. I need to, because I think Ooh. there are so many activities in your life where part of the reason you're burning out is because you're just doing it way too much. No, um, that's a really like, I think that's the, the initial, I think everyone in, is to take a step back. Let's explore that then. Yeah. So pros and cons. Let's explore, uh, let's explore pros first. And then we can explore cons. Uh, and we haven't even talked about DM burnout, which is by far. But well, what do you want to hammer DM it, and then we can talk about solution, the solution because we're kind of getting into the that. solution let's side. Do that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's talk about DM burnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what would you say is the number one cause of DM burnout? Uh, I would say a couple things. One, I would say there are external factors and internal factors. The internal factor, I think, for a lot of DMs. Uh, is I'm reluctant to use the term overprep. I'm going to use the term overprep, sure. but uh, I think that might be poorly received in some some regards. But but 
if you are spending eight hours prepping for a four-hour session, Ooh. every time you play a four-hour session, yeah. I can absolutely see how you might get burnt out on, on that level of prep. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be more than that. It could be, I mean, who knows, you know, but that is, that's an internalized issue. Like, that's you deciding you're going to spend all that time or not feeling comfortable without spending all that time. And it might just be more time than, than, than is reasonable when given your job or school or, um, yeah. You know, so that's the internal factor. Well, and let's I'm, explore that then. Okay. So the internal is it just takes up so much time. What would your be? What would your idea of a solution for that internal conflict? I'm, I'm getting very close to completing a DM in the PM on this exact thing. Shameless uh, plug. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> and and again, this this has been some derided advice. Actually, the 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 don't over prep advice mm-hmm. has been. Uh, I think it is relatively common advice. And I think mostly what people mean is you can't prepare for everything, so don't try to. I think that's what they mean by that. And I could see that, especially with a new DM, that would be a very, very good device to give because you want to prepare for everything and to accept the inevitability that you're not going to be able to. Yeah. I, I Again, I think it's a double-edged sword. Um, I the, the episode that I'm going to be doing in the very near future is Which an you episode. Totally check out. <laughs> Sick plug, number two. Yeah. Um, it, is that... Uh, and I don't want to go too far into this because, like I said, I'm going to have a whole episode on it, but is to intentionally push yourself into that space where you are wholly unprepared. So the the actual episode is on zero prep sessions, uh, intentional zero prep sessions. Would you make this be a one-shot or would it be part of the regular Okay, I don't want to get into all the details. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. No, sorry. but, But with the idea being that the more comfortable you get with being ill-prepared, the more comfortable you are with a smaller amount of session prep per session. Well, that and makes I think sense. that pays dividends to insulate yourself against preparation burnout, that kind of internalization. Now, yeah. again, th- there's going to be a lot of people who go like, fuck that advice. That's bad advice. Yeah. Wait wait until you see the DM right. and the PM. I, I actually think I, I, I think there's a solid ra- uh, rationalization for it. I don't want to go any further than that okay. here. All right. All right. The, the external factors from, okay. a, from a DM side, I think is, we're talking about that prep. Now imagine that same person is doing eight hours of prep and maybe they're tolerating that just fine. Maybe okay. again, they might really want things prepped and they that, that's how they, they, feel, they comfortable. feel really comfortable and mm-hmm. they, that's what they do. Okay. Now imagine they do that Game day shows up, yep. and two of their four players can't make it. Ooh. And the next session shows up, and one of their four players can't make it. And before they get their actual, you know, before they get their actual oh. payoff for that work that they've done, they've had to sit through, you know, a couple of no call, no shows, or late late call, no show, you know, whatever. I absolutely think that's the external factor, and this can manifest mm-hmm. in a bunch of ways. I think, and and it's it's been talked about. I think in in many. Uh, from many angles is that relationship between, I mean, it's a meme. There's a, there are so many memes of the DM, like sitting there behind the screen oh. and like, you know, like checking the watch and like there, you know, and it is a comment oh. now, but I, I, again, I can't speak from experience. Uh, we, we schedule things in a very specific way and we, we, we have insulated ourselves against those problems. Uh, but I can I can tell you one hundred percent it wouldn't take many no call slash late call no shows mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me to go get a little burnt out on this you know well, um, the, so I think that that's th- those I would say are the two major factors and again there's so many other reasons you can but I do think that the internalized one that's in your control as a DM yes and so that's all the more reason to take steps to start unburdening yourself of of that feeling, that need to, oh, I, I got to do two more hours of prep or, you know, I got to get right, this, just, right. you know. But the so. external you don't have control over, which must be hard. Yeah. And I, I and I think much, much like we just said, talk to your DM, you're feeling burnt out with your character. If, if it's becoming a problem where you're going, look, if, if this happens another three times, I'm not do I'm not doing this anymore. I'm getting burnt out on, doing this work and and not being able to deliver it at the table when we say we're going to sit down and do so it. So that that's you as a DM putting down a boundary. Yeah, I think. Which is a very healthy thing to do in any relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. 
I think, and I think that that's now one thing I'll say with regard to um, the the play the player DM aspect because I think this can lend to burnout on both sides. Now we okay. schedule things such that we we have never run a session where everyone wasn't present. Nope. But it is I think far more common for tables to if if you can make it great. If you can't, the session just keeps right on trucking. Here's the thing. Okay. From a player perspective, I think what you are doing is you are creating this rock in a hard place situation where you might be going, I need this weekend. I'm I'm burning out. I just need that step away. Mm-hmm. And the table is going, great. We'll see you next time. And you're going, now, the next time I show up, I'm either that much more out of the loop, which isn't helping this feeling of burnout, or I show up to a session I know I don't want to show up to. And so there's this sense of, again, something I will throw out there, I know how difficult scheduling is. I know I know a number of DMs. Especially when you have large tables. Yes. I know. And, and, I, and, and so, again, everyone I know is doing everything they can to, to make it work. But something I would say is consider the fact that when you are in a situation where you're going, hey, sessions come up this Friday, and some, and especially if a player's come to you and said, hey, like I, I'm feeling a little burnt out. I don't know if I'm going to be there this Friday. That rolling through with that session is putting them in a position where either they are getting further disconnected from the narrative, mm-hmm. or they are, or you're saying show up and get a little more burnt out or you're going to miss out on the, you know, that, that, that there's, there, there is a, like an inverse incentive structure that exists there that again, that is not a call to modify everyone. Like I said, I think everyone is managing time as best they can. It's a, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. We're going to the pros and cons of taking a break, uh, that discussion, which I think is really, and before we go there, the only thing I want to add to that, not add, I want to, to, because I think DM uh, burnout is much more prevalent. Because just because of the amount of time, it's a part-time I, job you don't get paid for. Yeah. So I, what can I do as a player character to help you, to help support you? That's a really good question. I think, uh, and I think, I think one of the big ones is there's a lot that can happen at the table. There's a lot of levers to pull at the table. Mm-hmm that kind of natively exists in the DM's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some of them that there's no good reason that they have to. Okay. Um, a really good example at our table is you handle the music. Yep. And and the thing is, is I want the music. If you said, if, if, there, if there was no one at the table to do it, I'd be doing it. Right. And it would be one more thing that I'd have to have the playlist and I'd have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the same thing goes, I mean, if you hand off initiative tracking if you hand up whatever it is there, there are so many systems in our table right now you handle initiative tracking would you like someone to hand take care of no that? i don't i don't but i'm uh, that, that's <laughs> i mean uh, see this the, is me caring about my dm right now no but i and, and the thing is is that that is that's really good if you're a player out there listening to this right now and uh and you feel like hey there's probably something i could do it's at least worth the worth the ask mm-hmm. but i think there are there are many many systems you know and there's all sorts of times where like for NPCs, like not, not, you know, yeah. where a fight breaks out and the NPCs in the scene and I'll go, who wants to roll for, who wants to track yeah, their hit d- points? Who that's wants kind to, of fun. Yeah. And I think it's kind of fun for the players. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't care about running this. Right. I, as I, you long know, as the not, dice are being rolled, you're good. Yeah. And, and again, there are many, many systems. Um, I, a lot of the stuff I think that ends up being kind of the, satellites to the game table itself um those are huge boons so the music snacks and drinks and that kind of stuff like again i i can't really speak from experience here because these are things that you guys have always done Mm -hmm. i mean i count myself very fortunate but let's say every time i wanted to schedule a session with you guys i knew like okay shit i gotta go get beer i gotta go get snacks Mm -hmm. i gotta i gotta get my playlist ready i gotta get my maps ready i gotta you know all these things Mm -hmm. whereas it's just kind of been this organic we schedule the session. I know what planning I have to do. Uh, generally, you guys or Amanda are handling the drink slash snack side of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're handling music. I mean, it's there's there is a, a a blanketing of those responsibilities. So I and 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 beyond that, I would just say, 
uh, and I think play, this goes player and DM alike, the, the question of it, it is such a small thing to uh, to end a session and go, hey, man, that speech you gave was money. And and there could be times where you're just going, like you might, the last three sessions, you're just going like, I don't know, man, I'm not sure about, and you get that moment and it hits home for, for someone else or other, any ones else at the table going, you crushed that. That was killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That might, I mean, it might be just that small. That might right. be all the little bump. And it, like I said, I think that goes that goes both ways. You know, it takes yeah. it takes virtually nothing to say. Thank you. That that was a particularly good session. Yeah. That was a particularly good speech. Mm-hmm. That was a oh man, that I love move, that, that character that you made. Yeah, that yeah. move that you did. I think all of those little things. I mean, like I said, if if regularly those little things are occurring. That's a pretty strong insulation against right. it. So, so just a, uh, what I heard was one: show respect to DM with time. That uh, with showing That's up, hands stuff. down, the biggest one. Yeah, I don't so, think there's any. Two, supporting in ways that you feel that you can alleviate. If that's what, and uh, you know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Yeah. And three, uh, validate. Uh, yeah. Hey, and that's a that's a two way street. Yeah. That, should, that is absolutely not. Uh, you know, and I, like I said, I think I, I mean, I, I think that's. For anyone, that's just a potent. It's the lowest overhead thing that you can do. No, how how hard is it after a four hour session? Hey man, thanks. That was a fun evening. Yeah, how hard is that? Yeah, and and like I said, same same deal. And and, and I'm very guilty. I don't say that very often, and I'm sorry about that. Um, I, I, like I said, I I I don't have any qualms with regard to the, our overall table interactions so well next um, time i'll uh give you a little massage after thanks uh, man thanks i uh <laughs> we we generally are recording on saturday so i'll take a rain check for a yeah. tuesday though for tuesday there you go yeah there you go <laughs> all right so now what do you think let's about in, yeah let's get into mitigation and yeah, yeah. uh you know because i think i think that that's something that uh that is uh, i'll put i'll put it this way I don't think I'm well poised to speak on the issue. Okay. Uh, I, I'm better poised to speak on the issue because of... Because you have such amazing player characters at your table. Uh, I mean, that's... <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, the, the thing is, is that, I mean, you know, you're being you're being a tongue-in-cheek asshole as usual, but... Uh, well, maybe later, <laughs> Tuesday. But, uh, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but it's... It's... I mean, it's the truth, is... Every DM knows what it's like to have great players at their table. Mm-hmm. Every player knows what it's like to be sitting at the table with a, a great DM. Mm-hmm. And that's not just great as in they play their characters well, they do it. It's great as in they acknowledge both directions that this is a major time investment and mm-hmm. they don't disrespect that process. Mm-hmm. And and so I would say I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna feel a lot more confident speaking to the ways in which you can insulate yourself and your table against it. Okay. Versus, what what can we do? Should we feel that? that well, I think preventative itch? care is by far the best way to go about it. Yeah, but I've been uh, flapping gums for a little bit. Let's pivot over on your side. Oh boy. Um. What What would you say? Uh. And and again, feel free to cross the screen here. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? The the best antidotes to uh burnout. We've already talked about stepping away. And, and let's, the, let's get into those pros yeah, and cons. To say, yeah, stepping away, I think, is the automatic, hey, I just need to take a break. Uh, and that might be the right answer at that time. And that's and that's going to be something you have to... So I think we talked about... The, let's, I love talking about pros and cons. So for me, uh, I've been burnt out before. Uh, I'll give you an example. I've been burnt out on music before. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, which is probably like 90% of you, because I don't know who the heck you are. But uh, I'm a classically trained musician. I uh, think by hour, our viewership is like 50% subscribed. So they have some idea who you are. Hi. Oh, you well, know the other the other, you know fi- the other 50% are going like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, well, okay. Heads up. Uh, <laughs> classically trained musician. Um, so I was hard into music. I mean, uh, I, I majored in it in uh, college. I got my master's in it. I uh, traveled the world, blah, 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 blah. And I've been doing it ever since. And it got to a point where I just, I, I can do it. I mean, my job is to teach music, so I can do it. But I, I had no passion for it anymore. And in that case, I did. Uh, 
some things happened. There was a, you might not know uh, about, what was it, a year ago that something happened in the world that we won't name by name, but it oh, kind of called a halt the, to most everything the, in the world. The nameless pandemic. I think it was two years ago now. God, that's yeah. time flies. Yeah. Uh, which it forced me to stop. Especially once you hit your 40s. So I'm not there yet. Two years out. I'm still a young and fucker. You are, yeah, I was going to say, you are a sprightly young fucker. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but it forced it. And then it took about two, it's taken about two years. Yeah. I'm starting to get it back. Yeah. Um, well, so here's, here's the question then is, do you think that time away mm-hmm. was, was the right reaction to 100%. that burnout? Hundred percent. Yep. The fact that it's coming back, yes. Yeah. Uh, if I kept soldiering through, well, well. So here's, uh, let's finish this because I, I I have a, a follow up question to that, but it's going to challenge that notion a little bit. Please. So I want to I want to finish the thought before we uh-huh. we go there. So do, did you? I, I, I oh, I, I'm uh, not trying to cut cut off the point if you've no, got yeah, more. No, no. Is is it, the break was very very good for me, and in fact, I'm starting to have fun with it again. So. Because what I was going to throw out, and this is specific to D and D, but I would be curious to see how you think this potentially graphs to music or mm-hmm. or other aspects. Is I think for me, um, I I can say even even amidst the much much heavier D and D related schedule since we started Modern Myth. Yes, I would love to ask I, you about that. Yeah, well, I I I would say pretty unequivocally, I I have not felt the tinges of burnout. Um, and okay. I think I think if I was going to, it would be in that early portion where there was so much front-loaded. Like, we're to the point now where it's kind of back to just do the work. Yeah. Run it and do the work. And, it, you know, um, so, you know, I think that, that that has passed. I may find that I'm wrong about that. But something I was going to throw out is not, not with any relativity to burnout but it was interesting because uh it was about a year ago jake mm-hmm. came out and we ran a, a one oh, shot i ran a little maybe two or hey, three shout sessions out to jake if you're watching them yeah jake uh drop 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 something in the comments just be like hey i was that you hans, are super awesome i was that by hans, the way. hans dude with, with that the, dude. um so I ran that one shot with you guys, mm-hmm. which which up to this point we were exclusively running rovers. Yep. I mean, we, we were ran that uh, one shot. I ran a little like three shot for them. It wasn't long after that that I started running the secondary campaign for own thing. Uh, yep. And and so here's the thing, that's a lot more D and D. That but, is. That's but like it three gave campaigns. me a better appreciation for the time that I was spending at the rover table because because it was different. Mm-hmm. It was just so it wasn't about. It wasn't about the quantity. I wasn't getting burnt out on quantity. And I, I again, I wouldn't call it burnout. It's just that, but it's that notion of when when you're able to to pivot. So say musically, rather than wa- stepping away for a minute, mm-hmm. just pivoting into a different musical expression, a different way of exercising those skills. Uh, I know I certainly found, and like a, another good example, right now I'm running that Twitter campaign. Mm-hmm. Um very different. Doing things by text is very different. It's got my mind working and entirely. I mean, I've got, if I want to take a day to respond to something, I've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very different format for it. But all of that, when I sit back down at the rovers table, I'm I'm more invested in the game of D&D for playing in these other spaces mm-hmm. because part of it is I get to appreciate the way other players are engaging in that space. I get to appreciate the way I engage with other players in that space. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, so, so to my counterpoint, I guess is I feel more invigorated at the table for having taken on more D and D. It sounds like you're being inspired. Well, and I think, I think that's what it is. I, and to to some extent, my, my argument, I guess would be, it's going to be really difficult to, to stub your toe on that spark that made you fall in love with it in the first place. Mm-hmm. If you're, if not, you're not doing it at all. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the only reason I bring that up is because I've been, I've been dabbling in these other spaces and mm-hmm. going, I'm so stoked to sit down at the road. Like mm-hmm. I've thought, you know, I've, I, what happened there, that was a really cool interaction. Right. And, and I know why it played out that way. Like I, I, I could see that grafting into right. our, our, our long form game. And so I, I'd be, I'd be really curious to hear your thoughts on that concept. No, um, um, that makes total sense. Uh, 
Heck, there's even the you can make the argument that, yeah, you're going through a slump right now, but stick with it. Because uh, let's say uh, we're using a lot of like outside of D&D references. Like if you're exercising, right, and you're lifting weights, there's going to come a point where you hit a plateau. Right. And plateaus fucking uh, freaking suck. So demonetize. I'm sorry. We were, I'm, we, try, I'm trying to watch my language more. Uh, <laughs> this was going to be the one. This was going to be the one that I, I retired ruined everything. on. I ruined I retired the enterprise. But yeah, if you hit that plateau, it's you get really demotivated. But here's what's cool is if you stick with it and you show the consistency, you're going to get past that plateau and reach new heights. Right. So it, I think it boils down to wisdom about who, about who you are and where you are. What what else is happening? Are you a caregiver that you're you're having to spend so much time helping? I mean, you're being tapped on so much that you can't give to someone else versus like, hey, I'm just not feeling this world. I mean, there's there's just so many different things yeah. that could weigh into it. The, the I guess what I would float out there is if you're having the impulse of I need to step away from this for a moment. This might not be the entire hobby of D&D. It might be, I need to step away from this specific campaign or this specific mm-hmm. character. Yeah, or, very much. Um, you know, and, yeah. and like I said, I, I mean, I can 100%. I can get behind. If you're playing a long-form campaign and you are a player, it, it quite frankly, it boggles my mind if, if at some point you don't go, I'd love to just run... A, three, a little three shot where I get to just try on a totally different set of clothes. I can be, you know, maybe I'm the real serious by the numbers character and I right. want to play that crazy kooky character. That And a whole table can get to this point. Absolutely. In fact, I think there's something to be said about in the space of burnout mm-hmm. and we're talking about insulating. Uh, and this is, I would say a relatively new epiphany. And this is really coming off of what I was just talking about. My, dabbling kind of unintentionally it was just kind of like oh hey jake's coming out and he he wants to play yeah let's do something there yeah, yeah. hey i i threw as a joke out on twitter like hey n- name your race in class where you know it was, it was a response to someone else's tweet and i said yeah. like let's get this party going that's and cool a few by people, the way like, yeah i mean yeah. and it's been it's been a very enjoyable experience i mean again at if someone went like running campaign via tweets i would go like not in a million years not not with a hundred foot pole so the I guess the long and short of that is proper care and feeding of your table as a DM. It may be well advised if you have even if even if everyone's loving it, you're having a great long form campaign. Find an opportunity to introduce a space that can be in the campaign. Yeah. You can do something really kooky where even in the scope of the campaign, there's Ooh, yeah. some weird weird character yeah. shift going on. You see it happen all the time, and like no. in season and like. Uh, in, in in TV shows, they do that all the time. Right. Alternatively, if you if that's not the direction you want to go, just go. Hey guys, what do you think about running a one shot this weekend? Yep. I love and it. If you're in a production, you may not have that flexibility all the time. But, oh, but if you're in a production, people, oh my gosh, it's it's rough, dude. Most people <laughs> are are not. You know, oh, most yes. people, and so cool. Take take a weekend and go and go. What pull pull the table? Just go. Hey, would you guys like to try on some different clothes and and. Run, run a one shot because what you might find is those players who maybe things have been a little lethargic at the table. Right. Boom. They remember why they fell in love with this such game. such a good and idea. And they remember how idea. much they applied themselves to mm-hmm. those characters. I mean, again, I, I can completely sympathize not having to do it myself, sitting down in the same wearing the same shoes every time you sit down at the table. Yeah. That's something a DM doesn't have to grapple with. Yeah. I'm I'm blessed slash cursed by the fact that I get to change clothes all the time. So that's that's it's w- Tuesday. Something uh but but that's something to recognize within that is that we as player characters do have control. That we have control with our character arcs and that if our character is starting to feel stagnant, take it upon yourself, can I find ways to make it more interesting? Yes. It might be a no can't do it. Then that's a conversation you need to yeah. start having. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think uh, that there is absolutely, um, and and I guess this is all couched in the notion that the DM is providing space for the characters to drive the narrative appropriately. Mm-hmm. If if you don't have control, 
then you've got maybe bigger problems on your hands. Yeah, but Ooh, that's a, if if you that's if, another episode yeah, right there. If you have control <laughs> over the narrative, then then if you are being dissatisfied with where your character's at, take take some time and be introspective about how you might course correct. Right. That's not to say you're gonna you're going to swerve around that burnout and that there's you know that that it's all your fault if you're burnt out there's no other contributing factors yes yes but yes. i completely agree that uh your hands are on the steering wheel for that character mm-hmm. and uh and and it, it, that burnout feeling may also be an indicator from a character standpoint that that it's time for your character to make a change you might again if you've completed that arc well so what is next for that character right. are they retiring from the adventuring life great maybe they need to be written out Maybe, maybe did they have a very potent interaction with a god or goddess? Maybe oh. they need to multi-class into a divine class and start pursuing that. Paladin, maybe. freaking awesome. Paladin's dude. such a weak class. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, Paladin pretty tight. Yeah, uh, yeah, not pretty, pretty tight. tight. Paladin pretty broke. Pretty broke. Uh, <laughs> anyway. No, I, I mean, I, I don't even know that we need to to drive too, I don't too much further I think, forward. No, I think we good. Good. Uh, the last. Last notes. Usually we do a bit of a recap. Yeah, please. Instead of that, last notes. There's someone listening to this right now who's going like, "Holy crap! I think I, I think I have been on the fringes of burning out, or I am burning out right Which now." Which is awesome that you're that aware. Yes, that's great. Talk to the players out there. What, what's a, what's a good course of action if they're in the space right now where they're going? Yes, I'm burnt out. The first, I think, uh, thing that as a player you need to understand. Uh, to self-realize is why are you being burnt out? Okay. Is it that, uh, is it your character? As we talked about, that's, that's, that is pretty safe waters. You can, you can navigate. Is it that you don't like the game systems? Well, that, that gets a little bit more complicated. Is it, you don't like the people you're playing with? Well, that's a totally different thing. That's not burnout. That's conflict. Right. I, I, I completely agree with that. I think do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. On that, and we've talked about. Uh, I think we've let's say meandered around the the notion of finding a table mm-hmm. that's right for you. That there's so many different tables. So out many there. different tables. Well, uh, sorry, continue. But realize what you have control over, and then go from there. And hey, maybe you realize through introspective reflection that this is not the time to invest in a very very heavy dependent of your time and energy game and that you can always come back you can always come back but if you're just like "Uh, i'm just not jiving then take some ownership and see how can you solve the problem for yourself i love that i love that i think yeah communication is key Mm -hmm. again don't don't trick yourself into thinking that you're not holding that joystick you're not holding that steering wheel Mm -hmm. and that you do have probably more than anyone control over what happens next for that character? They, what happens next for you as a player? Um, and DMs love talking about this shit. Like again, I I don't know why we don't cross. Like I love this. The, the, this this split screen has been extremely beneficial for me, by the way, as a player, just to be able to talk to the DM and just yeah. I I think I I mean I think and I think that's a great segue to the DM side. Is yeah. is I I mean there's there is no world in which the communication isn't going to be echoed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a DM and you are in that space where you're going like, I got a session this weekend. Oh my God. I'm, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, I, I got 20 things going. I got, you know, and, and you're just feeling like uh, this, this is, this is not a tenable thing. I'm starting to feel burnt out on this. Um, I would say two things. One of everyone in the in the ethos, the grand scheme of a table coming together, you probably have your hand on the the broader joystick, the broader control. Uh, so remember that that mm-hmm. that and and take some time to to be introspective about what it is. Just like you said, that you are feeling burnt out or overwhelmed on, or you know. Um, and again, I would look at that delineation between the things that are within your control that you may be burning yourself out Ooh, with. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that are are not now obviously if you're burning yourself out the communication thing is moot yep ooh we said the same words what did the improvise again at 910 you owe me a coke that's that's (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard someone 
one through ten, you owe me a Coke. I've never heard that before. Really? It's always been jinxed by me a Coke. Oh, oh you yeah. have to count to ten. Uh, that's being... All right, anyways, <laughs> you know, I'm getting a little burnt out on this whole one, two, three, four, five. Well, let's, let's wrap up Coke. this this bad no, boy. Um, the the last point being this internal. So yeah, if that communication is key. If mm-hmm. if you think that it is a derivative of uh, a a I'll call it a lack of respect from the the player side mm-hmm. or from table wide for that matter. Uh, people don't know that it's bothering you if you don't let them know. Yep. So you know, be respectful, but but you know you have to communicate those things. And uh, players, please recognize the effort and sacrifice that your DM makes. Like the yeah, you show up at a table and you just get to enjoy a story. There's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge amount going on behind the scenes. Um, I would at least throw the little urge uh, of caution for there may be times where it feels like I need to just walk away from this mm-hmm. outright, especially on the DM side. Again, mm-hmm. it it is within your control to go to the group and say, hey, what do you guys think about this one shot? Hey, what do you guys think about, you know... Reignite this? that spark. Yeah, what or, or, or bringing into your broader campaign some way that turns everything on its ear. So for a few sessions or for an adventure hook, everything is different. You wake up from a, like your character. Oh, that would be so cool! All of a sudden, you find yourself waking up in a bed. Was what you experienced everything in the past a dream, and what you're now experiencing right. a reality? There's, I mean, there's so many things that oh, you can do. I love that idea. But those are those are in your control as yep. a DM. Um, and so if you if you're feeling that burnout, I would say there's a good chance that's going to start leaching out to the table. Yeah. Um, because what you're bringing to the table every single time you sit down, uh, that's there, there's an energy to that that mm. uh, that will be re- reciprocated. Absolutely. So yep, yep. I, I think that's pretty much. Uh, I think that, yeah. Well, that's a the little bit of a heavy topic there. Yeah, but uh, you know, burnout burnout's real for anyone out there who uh, is engaging with it. You know, get get with your players, get with your DMs. Um, and hey, if you've thought of some creative solutions that we haven't thought of, or some problems you have, hey, if you are going through burnout. Please put in comments about what you're going through, and maybe we can help out. Yeah, uh, Josh uh, is combing the comments. I am. I am in the comments. I respond to every single comment personally. Whoever said I sound like Jeff Goldblum? Oh, you made my life. Oh, that Thank was you uh, so much. That was uh, Maple Dragoon. That was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Oh, you made my life. Thank you or so much, Jay Frazier. I think the for highest the, compliment the I've ever been paid. I, I think it actually was, and and I've paid him some high compliments. It's Tuesday. Um, but uh, no, drop it in the comments. Seriously, if you if you are in a space where you're going, I'm I'm feeling like you know. Hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yeah, serious. I, again, I, I, there is not. A, I don't think there's a single comment on across our entire channel that I haven't personally responded to. Uh, I will, I will, you know, be doing that. So yeah. if you found ways of overcoming that, I'd love to hear it in the comments because you, you know you guys are are many many heads out there. Mm-hmm. We are just two idiots here with microphones. We just like talking so, about D and D. With uh, with all that, I to me this one just feels like an old school takeout. Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Take us out. The world is yours.